0: Hello, hello, my fellow podcast people. Hope you're doing very, very well on this fine Friday night. It is currently 12.13 in the morning as I'm recording this, and so I'm going to be speaking a little bit, or actually quite a bit quieter than normal so I don't wake up people in my house because everyone's sleeping currently. Um, And so I'm also not going to put the usual background music. This is going to be kind of a, a quiet episode with no background music, just my voice, um... And just kind of one of those episodes. Anyway, as per usual, you guys can find me on various social media networks. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and YouTube primarily. But also secondarily on uh, TikTok and Musical.ly, or rather TikTok and Tumblr, whenever I feel like posting. My username on all these platforms is exactly the same. It is at PolyglotAzrin, that is spelled polyglot az or z depending on your country ren and welcome to another podcast episode i'm very very excited as for usual to be recording this one here a couple of things here first and foremost if you did not listen to the previous episode of this podcast i highly recommend you guys go and listen to it it is a uh, a little bit of a unique episode i am being um, interviewed basically interviewed for uh, interviewed by a friend of mine actually who lives in Calgary here who runs what's called the YY or the Media Lab YYC, I was interviewed on his podcast which is called the Creative Block. Highly recommend you guys catch you guys check it out. Different feel behind that podcast. We talk about a bunch of different things that I never really talk about normally on the podcast. Many of those things are language learning related, while other of them are more related to my personal life and background and etc 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 so anyway just want to throw that out there because it is a very interesting episode that I think a lot of you uh, a lot of you will enjoy also um, this is a bit of a, a personal kind of thing as well I have been kind of falling behind a little bit on some of my school work. One thing I've said often in my podcast before is that life, at least my life, is kind of like this big balancing act where sometimes things are going really well in some respects, and then they start to fall behind in other respects. And then I start to kind of teeter-totter or seesaw, and I kind of try to keep everything floating the best I can. And right now I will say this, I'm in a really really good rhythm. So my rhythm, which is an amazing one, I'm really liking it is from let's say from 10 or 11 in the morning all the way from all the way to I would say about 9 p.m. probably 8 9 p.m. I'm working. That's just kind of work time. So that's like whether it's working on Mandarin, whether it's in my Mandarin class or my university classes, whether it's teaching, whether it's content creation, whether it's, you know, replying to emails or messages or texts, whether it's, you know, who the heck knows, whether it's marketing related stuff, whether it's whatever, from 10 or 11 a.m. all the way to about 9, 8, 9 p.m. that is work time, call it at least Monday through Thursday then from about 9 p.m to about 11 p.m that is family time so i might watch some tv i might sit with my sister i'll i'll talk with mom i'll help out at home i'll help wash dishes we'll do things like that that two hours has kind of been home time and then from about 11 p.m until um about call it midnight maybe one in the morning i kind of try and get some more work done whether it again it's studying languages whether it's um Work stuff, marketing stuff, organizing stuff, like just other work stuff gets done in that last hour or two before going to bed. And so like I said, right now it's 12, 17 in the morning, I um, want to get the podcast out because I didn't get to make a podcast today, and so here I am obviously recording this podcast episode. And I've been really liking this rhythm because the challenge beforehand was that um, I'd get home at 9pm, or I'd stop my work around 9pm or so. I'd spend time with the family, and then I felt like, I was like, damn, I need to get to bed soon. And what I would end up doing is I would, I'd go to bed at, you know, 12 in the morning, eleven thirty, twelve thirty, maybe 1 o'clock, somewhere in there. But that final kind of hour and a half was really, I didn't really do anything. Like, I just muddled around the house. I'd eat eat food or just like watch tv or just nonsense really and in hindsight i was thinking like man i don't really need all that tv time or all that relaxation time like when i spend time with the family from 9 to 11 when i have that couple of hours on the weekdays like that's plenty i don't need i don't need extra relaxation time apart from that like i'm i'm happy to spend the last one or two hours of the day getting a couple more things done like it's I like my work generally speaking and so I'm happy to be working at night because that's really what I would like to be doing most of the time now there are exceptions so for example um there's definitely going to be day a day soon probably next week where I just disappear off the map and I take a whole day off or like I haven't figured out what that's going to look like but I do feel like there's a day off kind of coming because I'm getting, I just kind of feel like I want that day just to do whatever, binge watch TV and just have a day of nothing. And so that day is coming, will be coming relatively soon. I haven't figured out exactly when, but it will be coming. But again, generally speaking, I think the schedule has been really working on the weekdays. Weekends are a little bit different. I found a good system for weekends as well, which is currently working um so the weekend system right now is Saturdays are work Saturdays a big work day from you know um call it from i don't know you know 10 or 12 depending on the day 10 or 12 in the morn um, in the in the morning all the way to about 4 5 6 maybe 7 4 5 6 p.m. kind of in there depending on the saturday um so it's kind of a not a super busy work day but it's a work day And the evening is free, whether evening is free at home with family or whether evening is free with friends or whatever it is, the evening becomes flexible. Sometimes in the evening, I will choose to do some work uh, sometimes and sometimes I won't. depends on how I feel, but I leave that Saturday evening open for me to do whatever I feel like doing. So it's a little bit maybe not quite as quote unquote disciplined. Backing up a day on Fridays, I typically finish work at about 6, 7 p.m. Um, six, yeah, six, uh, six, seven PM. Um, and again, that evening is more free. Like I will choose to sometimes, yes, get some work done and do work stuff if I choose to. But again, I leave it free for myself to go do other, other things. If I choose to, sometimes if things are really busy, I will choose only one, of those two evenings, the Friday or Saturday, to go do fun stuff, and I'll choose the other evening to get a bunch of work done. As if it was a Thursday or Wednesday or Tuesday where I work until midnight, 1 in the morning. And then Sundays are kind of more the free day, like, I might still do some work on free day, on, on, on Sunday, but Sundays I'm home, um, I definitely sleep more, sleep in and spend time with the family, and you know, again, there might be some work that gets done, but it's not necessarily a a massive kind of work day. So. Um, so really it's, it's, it's in a really good rhythm. And I find that with those Friday nights, those Saturday nights, I'm able to see my core friends, spend time with friends. I make sure I make the plans on my Friday, Saturday nights to see the people I want to see on the friend side of things. I'm getting daily time with the family and the nights, which is, I'm, I feel like I'm scratching that itch and making sure they're getting the family time. At the same time on the Sundays, I'm home almost all the time or basically in recent history all the time. I've been home basically almost always. I've been home and so it's a lot of family time on the Sunday, so I'm scratching that itch. Coming up in November, um, I'm gonna be taking some time on Thursday afternoons um, to take my sister to a different program that she's going to be, that she is enrolled in. So that's Thursday afternoons where I'll be um, taking that extra time out. So it's gonna be extra time with with my sister, which is fantastic. and then, um, yeah, kind of the one thing I haven't fully figured out is time with the grandparents. Like, grandparents I don't see as often as I probably should. So that needs to be kind of hacked and kind of figured out somewhere in the calendar in some way, shape, or form. I'm not sure what that looks like, but it has to be figured out. Maybe it's like a Sunday thing, or maybe it's like, maybe I go and I pick, like, I don't know. Like, I just find, a, I don't know, i got to figure that out still. The I'm not sure what that looks like, so... Overall, it's a decent kind of balance where I'm able to see my friends, see the family a decent amount. I'm getting a lot of work done, which is great. I'm sleeping, which is good. On the health side of things, um, I'm not working out per se, but I will say this. I have been doing something. I've been doing something daily, whether it's stretching, whether it's, you know, some light exercise, whether it's something. I'm doing a pretty decent job before I go to sleep to get something done. So... And it's nice, right, because I think the big thing that was holding me back before is I was wasting that, you know, I was wasting that final hour or two in the day when I was just doing dumb, just dumb shit, really, just, you know, just dumb stuff, like, watching TV and nonsense that I didn't even really want to do. I was just doing it for, I don't know, I just was doing it without thinking, and I realized that I don't really need that time, like... I could be working or doing, being productive, and I'd be equally happy. I'd actually be happier doing that. So um, that's been a really big shift. That's been helping me a lot to to really check all the boxes that I feel like I need to check to be happy, which is just great. And I'm happy that I've kind of hit that point. And it actually it ties back into what I was saying about two pod, two or three podcast episodes ago, episodes ago where I was worried that maybe I wasn't spending enough time with the family. Well. What I've been finding is that with this new kind of schedule I've been following, it's been allowing me to hit way more boxes than I was maybe hitting before and checking more boxes than I was checking before, which is just awesome. I'm still going to keep chipping away. There's still things I need to work on, still things I need to do and still like, I still need to hack some more stuff and blah, 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 blah. But it's a step in the right direction, which is, which is important, obviously. Um, Anyway, with that aside, let's jump into our language learning topic here, which is a big one. This is a doozy. This is something that if you listen to this, it's gonna be a big it's gonna be the game changer for so many of you. I was scrolling through my Instagram today, and I saw a random post by Glossica, okay? And I don't remember exactly how they phrased it, but Glossica. G-L-O-S-S-G-L- Wait. G-L-O-S-S-I-C-K no, I, sorry, one more time, G-L-O-S-S-I-K-A, there we go, G-L-O-S-S-I-K-A, Glossica. They posted this little, like, picture, right, this, in this picture they basically said, um, they're basically like, hey, there's two types of studying, and one type is, I think they called it random studying, and then the second one they call deliberate studying, or something like that, let's call it random and deliberate. And they're asking what kind of studying you're doing. And they had this whole mini blog post written underneath the, the Instagram picture and everything. And it was so powerful. I was like, yes, this is the thing. This is so important. If there's a podcast you've listened to, let's say this year, if there's five podcast episodes you need to listen to this year, this is one of those five, I think. The biggest mistake, one of the biggest mistakes that people make when it comes to learning languages is they do random studying random studying meaning they use an app they're using apps they're using books they're going through some videos on youtube they're um reading through their notes they're 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 doing a lot of studying they're doing some studying but it's done in a very random and haphazard kind of way they're doing it in a way which is not very structured there's no real pressure to hit any concrete goals there's no they're not like deliberately studying the language to make measurable progress to really be pushing themselves and pushing themselves forward and pushing themselves out of their comfort zone and doing that they're not they're not doing enough of it they're not doing it all they're doing instead is just random bits of studying when they feel like it and even if you're doing 5 10 15 hours a week of random studying you're not you're in many respects you're going to be spinning your wheels and you're not You're only going to make a fraction of the progress that you could be making. And that's kind of the, it's a really big problem that I think many people face. You need to be doing what what Glossica called, if I remember correctly, they called it um, deliberate studying. And deliberate studying is when you're in a framework, when you're doing a type of studying that is actually trying to move the needle forward. You're really trying to push yourself. You're really trying to not just do random bits of studying here and there, but you have a solid plan. Of Here's what I'm doing. I'm trying to get to this point. I'm trying to push myself I'm trying to learn this many things. I want to be able to communicate in this way Here's how I'm doing it and it's going to be challenging. It's pushing your brain. It's helping you grow You go through ups and downs and challenges. It has to be something you're fully engaged in. So I'll give you some examples I've done it. I'm currently literally as we speak. I'm doing this in Mandarin Mandarin I am majoring in Mandarin at university that's a real kind of pressure. There's a real accountability there that's forcing me to move forward. Because to be, to receive an educational, a university degree in a language, you're going to have to study literature, you're going to have to study poetry, you're going to have to do, you know, history, you're going to have to do so many different topics that are really challenging that force you to go really deep with the language in, in the long term. So that's a, that's a A very real example. A similar example is when I did my degree in French and Spanish. Similar thing. Another example is when I have traveled abroad. That's a real financial investment. That's a time investment. It's a real investment into my language, into my languages, excuse me. And that investment, you know, because I'm investing so much, that's pushing the needle forward. You know, we look at Gujarati, right? Gujarati recently, I've really been investing in it in recent history. I've been watching movies, I've been watching, rewatching things over and over and over and over and over and over, rewatching, writing notes, writing different words, challenging myself to remember those words, you know, testing myself, practicing pronunciation in the car, you know, learning the genders of things that I didn't know the genders of before, you know, taking nighttime lessons twice a week, like, I'm investing in it. And it's a very, I, it's a very deliberate kind of studying. It's not just some haphazard when I feel like it. It's disciplined. There's a schedule. I'm putting consistent time into it. It's a daily focus. Um, and without that, you're going, you're going to spin your wheels, and you're going to waste your time. You're going to waste, potentially, money. You're going to waste a lot of your energy. Now, let's take a step back. I do think there is a place for casual study. A good example of this um, would be when I listen to music, when I listen to music in other languages. That's a great casual study tactic. That's a great quote-unquote random study strategy. Or when I watch a TV show for pleasure, that's a great random study strategy. Or if I happen to overhear people speaking in a language that I'm learning, I'm just kind of listening in, a great, great thing to be doing. But the random studying has to support your deliberate studies. It ha- they have to go hand in hand. It can't just be you're only doing random studies. Otherwise, you I'm telling you, you will not see the progress that you would like to see. A good example from my life of this is Hindi. Hindi is a fantastic example. I have done casual study of Hindi for basically my whole life, basically random study. And for me, it's been through music. It's been through asking my grandparents, my mom, just random questions. It's been through, you know, me talking to someone, and they were speaking to me in a Hindi-English mix, and I pick up a couple things. I've, I've done like 26 years, 26 years. Even my, da- even my dad's side of the family speaks Hindi, so I get some random bits of practice there. 26 years of random Hindi practice, even a little bit of formal study. I've done some formal study in Hindi, but the result of all this is I can't speak Hindi. (laughs) I can understand some bits and pieces, but again, not enough Hindi to actually... I can't even understand simple situations. Like if two people are talking, like I might catch some words here and there and get some words and understand the gist of the conversation but nowhere near enough to understand what they're talking about or to participate like i basically have the most rudimentary level of hindi possible and that's after get this 26 years of random casual practice 26 years that's nuts that's a lot so if you're just doing if you've done three years of random practice and you're like oh you know I, i i still can't speak well that's the problem most likely and that is the value of taking classes that is the value of having a tutor or a teacher private tutors small group classes large group classes even small group i I even fight for a little more yes it's expensive i I get it it is more expensive than certain other options the same way that a personal trainer for working out is more expensive but it gets you results it brings that active kind of effort into it that active learning style etc so I highly recommend you guys need to. If you really want to see progress, it's something you have to do. And I realize, you know, people are going to hear this podcast and there's going to be maybe one of you that takes action on it, maybe if that. But here's the thing, and I realize this myself, it's one of the reasons why I make so much content. I understand that different messages sink into people's brains at different times, different times, right? Right. I might have said, I've I've probably said a lot of this before in different ways. I've said this in different words. Everything I've said, I've said before, and most of the time. Almost, I, I don't really say that much that's new, weirdly enough. Like, a lot of the stuff I say, it's just recycled. Like, it's, there's only so many things I believe in, right? And I just say them in different ways, and they, they come out in different, with different examples and different styles and such, because I'm always learning new things and adjusting how I speak, and just, it's I just always have fresh takes on things, but essentially the core the core of what I believe when it comes to language learning, if I were to break it down, it's probably not that complex overall. And so I've I'm sure I've said this before, but the thing is that you've heard it you've heard me say it for you've heard me say this three four five six times in the past in different words and now the seventh time maybe it sticks so i realize that maybe this will only land with one of you but i'm hoping this at least plants a seed in your brain so that over time the seed can grow and maybe it's not even me maybe i plant the seed but then someone else says something that's similar to what i'm saying and all of a sudden that seed grows and you're like aha and you have a breakthrough and you don't realize that the breakthrough came from me that's totally fine right but hopefully i can at least plant a seed with this podcast here so Anyway, it is now 1234 in the morning, um, or at night rather, depending on how you look at it. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I appreciate your attention, and we will talk later. Bye for now, guys. See you.